P.T. Logan's Five Minutes of Terror. Twisted, troubling tales to send a chill up your spine. The Watcher. Marvin doesn't leave his house. Not to get groceries, not to take out the trash, not even to shovel his driveway. Marvin has hired people to do all of these jobs so that he can just stay inside and watch. Day in and day out, Marvin sits in his lounge chair and uses his binoculars to stare out the window. It first started with his interest in birds. As a young boy, Martin had an accident. He'd been climbing the roof of his family barn and slipped and fell. Martin broke both legs and for the entire summer, he was confined to a chair. Rather than watch TV, his mother gave him a pair of binoculars and a book about birds. That's how it started. But when he was a kid, there were no other houses near the farm. Not ones that he could see with the binoculars anyway. But here, in the city, there were far more interesting things to see than a red-breasted swallow or a cardinal. There were the neighbors directly across from him in apartment 3E, the Daltons, for one. Mr. Dalton had a curly mustache and always wore a hat. Mrs. Dalton had short blonde hair and loved the color peach. The boy, Eric Dalton, liked to play video games nearly as much as Marvin liked to watch. Below them, in 2E, lived Mrs. Margot and her seven cats. Marvin didn't know the cats' real names, but he'd given them some of his own. His favorite was the big orange one that he'd named Georgina. Mrs. Margot was in her 80s and as wrinkled as a piece of wax paper shoved in one's pocket. There were other neighbors that Marvin liked to watch as well, but these two were the most interesting. What made them so intriguing was that whenever the Daltons weren't home, which was most weekdays when the adults were at work and Eric was in school, Mrs. Margot went upstairs. It always happened the same way. Mrs. Margot would feed her cats, and as soon as Mrs. Dalton left with Eric, she would exit her apartment and head up the staircase. Marvin wasn't sure how the elderly woman managed to get into the Dalton apartment, but she did. Then she would spend the entire day in their house. But she wasn't a housekeeper or interested in cleaning. Instead, Mrs. Margot would root through the Dalton's fridge, helping herself to whatever she wanted. She would also sip from Mr. Dalton's favorite and very expensive scotch. If this wasn't bad enough, Mrs. Margot would lounge on their couch and watch TV for most of the afternoon. And then, around 3 p.m., Mrs. Margot would pick one of the Dalton's beds, changing it up every few days, and have a little nap. So far as he could tell, Mrs. Margot never took anything with her other than the food and liquid in her belly, and she left just before the Daltons got home. It was creepy, to say the least, but it sure made for interesting watching. Today, something was different. Today, Mrs. Margot made a mistake. While sipping from Mr. Dalton's prized scotch, it slipped from between her wrinkled fingers. Marvin saw the woman's eyes widen as the bottle smashed into millions of little pieces. He sat up straight in his chair, for some reason his own heart racing in his chest. He expected Mrs. Margot to clean up the glass, maybe even head to the store for a replacement bottle, but she didn't. The woman simply shrugged and then left, heading back down the stairs to apartment 2E. For hours, Marvin debated what he should do. Before, when Mrs. Margot had only used the Dalton home as her own, he didn't see much harm in it. Even the small amount of food and drink seemed insignificant. But now that an entire bottle had been smashed and just left there... Marvin was on the fence about whether or not he should say something. 
His main reservation was that if he alerted the Daltons about what Mrs. Margot did every day, he would also have to admit to spying. He decided to think about it as he watched some of the other neighbors for a while. Then, at around 4.30, Eric Dalton came home from school. The boy didn't notice the mess. He predictably went straight to his room and started to play video games. And then, at around 5, Mr. and Mrs. Dalton came home together. At first, neither of them noticed the scotch either. But while Mrs. Dalton started to prepare dinner, Mr. Dalton went to the bar to prepare himself a drink. Even from across the street, Marvin could sense the man's anger. He pointed at the mess and began shouting. Mrs. Dalton came quickly, then Eric. Mr. Dalton pointed at his son accusingly, who was so confused that the boy didn't even defend himself. This is it, Marvin thought. I have to tell them. It's not fair that Eric would get in trouble for something he didn't do. As Mr. Dalton continued to yell at his son, Marvin slowly pulled himself out of his chair and hurried down the stairs. Then he ran across the street and up the stairs to apartment 3E and banged on the door. Mrs. Dalton answered, her face red. I'm sorry, now is not a good time. Marvin was out of breath and he said, It wasn't your son. He huffed, It was Mrs. Margot. Excuse me? Marvin was still struggling to catch his breath. I live, I live across the street and I, I watch. I see Mrs. Margot come into your... What's going on here? Mr. Dalton suddenly roared. He pulled the door wide. I live across... We don't want to buy anything. Marvin shook his head. No, it's Mrs. Margot. She's the one who broke your scotch. Now Mr. Dalton's eyes narrowed. How did you know about the scotch? Because I watch. He pointed past Mr. Dalton and toward the window. And I see her in your apartment. Mr. Dalton turned around and now everyone was staring out the window. Martin counted the floors of his apartment building and then scrolled to the right with his finger until he came to his apartment. 7D. It couldn't have been Mrs. Margot, Mrs. Dalton whispered, because she's in 7D. Marvin blinked rapidly. Something was wrong. There was someone in his apartment. Someone sitting in his chair. Someone staring back at him with his own binoculars. Only it wasn't him. It was the wrinkled Mrs. Margot. You know what I think? Mr. Dalton hissed as he reached out and grabbed a hold of Marvin's shirt collar and yanked him into the apartment. Is that you broke my scotch and you're going to pay. One way or another, you are going to pay. P.T. Logan's Five Minutes of Terror. Twisted, troubling tales to send a chill up your spine.